The stylish and charismatic New York singer, producer and multi-instrumentalist Gus Dapperton is set to release his debut record where Holly People Go to Read on April 19th. We've already had a taste for the new album with the tracks World Class Cinema, My Favourite Fish and Fill Me Up Anthem, but Gus has kindly taken a moment out of his insane touring schedule to give us an insight into what else we can expect from his debut record. Gus, thanks so much for joining us here on Sin. It's a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. So the name of your debut record is quite intriguing. What's the story behind where poly people go to read basically long story short poly people is these people that i created that stand for i guess the community of people i would imagine myself thriving with inside of my own head and basically the title of the record means like where open-minded eclectic and colorful people come together and congregate to share ideas and collaborate so basically, it, the the record means like this music is for the good people, like this music is for the good, open-minded people. Yeah, pretty nice story behind it too. But can you walk us through the creative and recording process for the record? Well, I recorded everything in my parents' house, uh, my parents' new house in New Jersey. I was in between places at the time and I was going on tour a lot. So I didn't uh, really have a proper apartment at the time, but... I wrote a lot of songs on tour and I made a lot of demos and then I would come back home over the summer and I recorded everything in my bedroom. Yeah, I recorded it with basically like all analog instruments and just mixed and mastered it in my room from like probably like June recording, mixing, mastering and producing from like June to uh, November. And I, I did um, dabble in some other studios like while I was on the road just to like get some work done. But it was mostly in my, uh, my bedroom in my parents' house, yeah. And did you find that there were any challenges with recording, I guess, in that, that house bedroom space and then moving into the studio? Did you find that the sound was still quite coherent and fluid? Uh, yeah, it was. I basically recorded everything in my parents' house, but just when it came to like mixing and mastering, I would just you know do it on the road like with headphones on or like in other studios. But no, it was pretty coherent. It took me a, like a long time and I was cautious of it you know being uh pretty solid and coherent so i i made sure to keep it under wraps like in one environment mostly we're loving the tracks that you've already released from the record and we can hear that signature dream bedroom pop sound that's been mixed with almost some 90s boy band elements particularly the vocal mixing and tempo on my favorite fish which is one of the singles you've released from the record was this sort of an intentional Mm -hmm. addition of these sounds and is it a sound that we'll be hearing right throughout the record I mean, it's somewhat intentional. I definitely, I think as soon as I started playing acoustic guitar, it kind of just sounds different from all my other stuff because I never really do that. It's like the first track I've done acoustic guitar on. So I think that it definitely just definitely strays away from my other stuff. But I don't know. There's bits and pieces of that here and there on my album, but not that much. I think that song probably will stand out from the other ones a little bit more as far as like the the instruments and instrumentation go but um as far as like the vocals go it's that's pretty uh that's pretty like cohesive throughout the whole thing there's like a lot a lot of vocal layers on like every song which is what we're loving too so good to hear that it keeps coming but despite your production and construction of your music being quite mature and professional your music also has this really fun forever young feeling to it is that something that's really true to i guess the character of gus stapperton i think that's definitely like a characteristic of me i think i definitely um i think i definitely like reminisce my um youth and 
I think that's like something that stands out in my music. I'm just, I'm like really inspired by my youth and I always like think back to that time um, when I was growing up. I think the most when I'm making music. So that's probably like a conscious element that stands out in my music. And this is sort of intertwined to this um, fun for every young feeling with your eye for creativity, which is really evidently expressed in your music videos, particularly the music video for My Favourite Fish, which you directed yourself. And you also released your music video for mm-hmm. Fill Me Up Anthem the other day too. Where do you draw inspiration for the visuals mm-hmm. that accompany your music? I guess on the, the last two that I directed, my inspiration just um, were definitely like colours that I was color palettes that I just were was uh, intrigued with in the times that I shot them and was coming up with the idea for the video and like the colors I saw when I was making the song not that I have like a weird thing where I like see a bunch of different colors when I'm making music I just need like I'll listen to the song and kind of like imagine a visual and like a color theme that'll go along with it uh but honestly my uh my girlfriend Jess just inspired my favorite fish, uh, like a lot, and just like everything she does and everything she says, and that was pretty much what inspired that video. I wanted it to be like a playful, uh, sort of like non-narrative video. It's just kind of like segments that highlight innuendos of the lyrics in the song, and I guess same thing with "Fill Me Up" anthem. I guess they're kind of similar in that respect. Yeah, definitely with the colour palettes too. And I guess from moving your music into the visual space, I guess to the live space, you've just about to wrap up a 39-date European tour. What's been the highlight of it for you? It was amazing. I always love spending time with my band and my tour manager and my bus driver. And like, just the whole crew is really amazing. I don't think I would be able to do it without them. And just having them along is like, I always say it's kind of just like a slumber party every night. <laughs> like, it's my sister and my two best friends. Like, that's my band, my two best friends growing up, and, like, my sister. So, basically, like, we're just we're just having fun every night. It's like, it's a, you know, it's a dream, for real. Even all of us, like, as exhausting as it was, none of us are, like, none of us are, like, beat after it. Like, we're all, we're all, like, pretty still hyped on the whole experience, and we're hyped to get home, but, like, None of us are like really regretting those 40 days. Like we're like, that was, you know, that was just like a great, that was a great time. Love playing 40 shows, each and every one. I love playing all of them. You are listening to New and Approved here on Sin. I'm India and I'm joined by America's Gus Dapperton, whose debut record, Where Poly People Go to Read, is out on April 19th. Look, are there any prospects of you potentially coming down to Australia at any point in the not so distant future to tour your debut album, Where Poly People Go to Read? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> gonna try to come in the winter yeah we've tried before but it's uh you know it's like touring is quite expensive and i'm fairly new to it and you know we still are trying to build an audience and uh, we really have done everywhere that like we've like logically and financially could do so i think i think we're gonna come in the winter hopefully Definitely exciting for us to hear. Yeah. And you've been named in both High Snobiety's 10 New Artists to Watch in 2019 and Teen Vogue's 16 Sound Musicians You Need to Be Listening to in 2019. With people paying a lot of attention to your music and brand, how do you hope that people will listen to the record once it's out in the world? I hope people, you know, just listen to the music for them and for the music and not because they like me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's great. It's great to, like, 
look up to an artist and I'm, I'm glad I'm a role model to a ton of people. But, you know, I hope they just listen to it like it's a blank slate and have a solid opinion on what they think about it. And regardless of whether people like it or dislike it, it's what it's the music I needed to make in order to survive. So I'm happy that I have the opportunity to make music and uh, I'm thankful every day that I can. So sharing it with everyone is just a bonus for me and I'm glad I'm able to share it with everyone as well. I know it can almost be like picking a favourite child, but do you have a favourite track on your debut record where poly people go to read? I don't think I have a favourite one, but every time I listen to Fill Me Up Anthem all the way through, and every time we perform it, I always cry at, cry at the end, and it, it just feels the same every time I listen to it. I think the um, the sad, the sadder, like, more songs reminiscent of heartache, like, don't mean more to me, but make me feel more, and then maybe makes me like them more because they make me feel more but honestly there's so many tracks on the album that i like and i'm like so like happy that i was able to like make an album and like that it came along so quick and i'm like super happy with it there's a lot of tracks i think i'll go through phases like sometimes i'll go through phases but right now fill me up Anthem probably is my favorite hello this is gus dapperton and you're listening to sin <laughs> 